All right. Hey, everyone. This is Anthony with Interviews with Everyday People. We're uh, at Culture to Culture for the third time now. Um, I don't remember which, which one we're at. They're all numbered. I had to find that out. We'll put that in the video. I think it's 30. 30 or 31. It's, it's up yeah. in the 30s. They've been doing it for a little while now. Um, so we're actually here. If you, you want to introduce yourself? My name is Kim Genzi. Okay. Are you from the Pottsville area? Originally Allentown. The Allentown. Okay. So but I live in Pottsville. So you live in Pottsville now. Awesome. And what, and, and, uh, what brings you to Culture to Culture? Because um, my daughter died from a heroin overdose. Mm -hmm. Now, I was here the first night you were here. And it was your first time, and you, right, you just kind of came up, and were you invited by someone here? No, I just saw it on Facebook and came. Awesome. And uh, you were kind of, it was kind of a fresh thing still for you, um, the, yeah. the loss of your daughter, and, and you kind of, um, you kind of let go, you know what I mean? And and, and, and this place showed that it, uh, it cares, and uh, everyone comforted you and made sure you were okay, and, and it's kind of been a nice little way of, of mending and going through the grieving process and not being alone by coming to a place like this. Would you agree? I absolutely agree with mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Now, um, can, tell us a little bit about your daughter. My daughter's name is Shira Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. um, she was 30, and she put that needle in her arm. Mm -hmm. Let, let's talk about the, the good first. So what what type of person was she? Uh, oh, what, what? she had hair down to her butt. She could sing. She had poetry. She was very so creative smart. and talented. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, very creative and talented. Mm -hmm. And she got on heroin. Now was it uh, was she was she struggling with any, anything else? Maybe like you know uh, the, the uh, depression. Loss of her, the loss of her children. Okay. Yeah, and um, that's why she went to heroin. And I got the phone call one day, or not a phone call. The police showed up at my door at 4.30 in the morning and said, your daughter's brain dead in Delaware. I said, are you sure it's her? They said, yes. It's July 5th will be 10 months, and it hurts. Opiate addiction, she got a, a bad batch of heroin with fentanyl in it, mm -hmm. and it killed her. Just like that, gone. Gone. Mm -hmm. how, how long was she, was she using? Do you less than a year. Less than a year. And so you, had, she was living in Delaware at the time. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, do you know how? Like, do you know what the reason she she turned to that, or other was was it something she struggled with for a while and yeah, she kind of turned she to that? Right. She didn't have her kids. Mm -hmm. She loved her babies. She didn't have her kids. She would go to um, rave concerts and Molly's and ecstasy. And, and I said, no, don't do that. Don't, because it's bad. Mm -hmm. So she experimented with other drugs as well. Now, when you said she, she lost her kids, if you, if, if, if you don't mind me asking, what? what? Because she wasn't being responsible. Okay. She had her own demons, mm -hmm. and her demons won. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't, and the whole reason I'm here right now talking to you right now is I don't want another mom or dad to feel the way I do. Because mm-hmm. it's not cool, it hurts. Mm-hmm. I can't pick up her pieces because she's dead. Death is final. Save your children. Save yourself. Don't put that heroin in your arm. It's not worth it. Because mm-hmm. it kills people. Yeah. And it doesn't kill the person. It destroys the entire family. And friends. Family, friends. Anyone who, ever, anyone father, who cares about you. Yeah. Her father is dying in a hospital right now. He's already told me when I had to give him, call her father and say, Willie, Shira's gone. She's dead. He slept on the basement floor, the cold macadam, losing it. Just don't do this stuff. Just don't, because it's not worth it. You have to bring it a little closer because the music's up now. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there, please don't do this drug. It will destroy you and your family. I, well, I do appreciate you telling your story, and, 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 and hopefully people do listen and, and, uh, and take something from that, okay? Thank you. And I'm not trying to. It's just hard. People, listen. Please, this epidemic is destroying people. Destroying the don't, country. Don't, don't believe your drug dealer. He wants to kill you. He really wants to kill you. He doesn't care. It's all about money. It's all about money. And listen to that very loud and clear. Because they really don't care about you. They just want to put that money in their pocket. So that's going to that's gonna do it uh, for us. Thank you so much for sitting down and telling your story. And, uh, and I, I, you know, it's, it, the grieving process is not going to be easy. It's going to take a long time. And, and it, it may not, it may, you know what I mean? Like, but the best thing you could do is, is, uh, is definitely, you know, make her proud in her memory and, and not, you know, and help people by doing what you're doing and trying to be the right, doing the right thing. Um, there's a, there's an amazing program that we talked about before, um, off camera, um, called Safer Streets Tamaqua. And it's the same thing. It's a, it's, it's a set of parents who lost their daughter, um, the same way. And, and they turned around and, and they, they made a, they made an organization about it. They turned around and, uh, they, they run an event all the time and they, 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 they made it a program where they can help people get off heroin and get off drugs and alcohol and, and really make a positive impact in the community. You know what I mean? So they took the grieving process and turned around and made it into something positive for the community. And that's exactly what I'm doing, too. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's why I come to Conversation Cafe. Mm -hmm. Because being at Conversation Cafe is better than being in a bar. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So I'm sorry that I was raw. No, absolutely. Well, it, you can you can only get raw with a conversation like that. You can't. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Um, you gotta 
you got to talk about it, you know. And and it is a thing. We, we I, you know, we talked about it before. I, you know, I, 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 I hate. It sucks logging on the social media every day, and you're losing somebody else every other week because this this epidemic has taken over our country. And uh, hopefully it does make a change, and hopefully the right people make the the right steps and and get help or, and educate themselves that this is this is a serious thing and you can't be doing this. You know what I mean? Because it's it, it it it's a two way street. You gotta get you gotta educate the people, and you also have to help the people get off it now. You know. But thank you so much for telling your story. Thank you. Yeah, not a problem. I thank you. I hope it was. I hope it helped you get some stuff off your it chest. It did. Yeah. And I appreciate that. hundred percent. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. I appreciate. God it. bless you. Yep. God bless you. All right, we're back with uh, with a part two here at live at Conversation Cafe in in, in Pottsville. Um, you want to introduce yourself? My name is Bob. Bob. Now you just went up and talked a little bit about a little past and some of yeah. your story. Yeah. Um, what is it you want to share with us today? Do you want to talk about the topic? Do you want? Or do you have something you want to share? I think I shared a pretty good bit of 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 how this transpired. I I, I don't think you can. Um, uh, I, I know the topic for today has has a lot to do with gateway drugs. And I believe someone, when they began this whole show tonight, started to give different things about environment, about peer pressure, about this and about that. And I think there's a lot of, the answer might be D or E, all of the above, because mm -hmm. at least it was for me. It's a, it's a little bit of each. It, it was. It certainly was. And I was kind of talking about in there, too. I think, I think when, um, when people don't want to take responsibility for something, um, my generation's biggest thing was let's blame music me, let's blame media. Let's blame mm -hmm. video games. Let's like kids are violent because they're playing video games. Right. No, they're not violent because they're playing video games. They're violent because maybe you, as a parent, are just giving them video games, and that's what's raising them. Right. You, at some point, people have to take responsibility for their own actions, and people have to take responsibility in the, in the education process. So if and and. I'm also kind of in maybe a little a topic for another day, but um, it, it depends on the type, I believe the type of discipline you receive too. Um, yeah. For me personally, I've had friends who had parents who, uh, if they got out of line, they would they would get beat, and they would get. Um, I didn't really. I mean, maybe once in a while when it got really bad, but for the most part, I can. I was able to have a conversation with my parents, and I think if I would were to make a mistake, I would say, "Hey, um, hey Dad, um, our mom, I'm going through something. Can we sit down and talk about it?" And I think it made me make better choices because I didn't say, "Well, I already messed up. If I go home and tell them, they're gonna they're gonna beat me." Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's uh, that can fall into a trap as well. So I, there's a lot of different things what which can turn people into a life of alcohol or drugs or and stuff like that. And one of the things that I can certainly testify to is generational differences because, mm -hmm. as as you know, you know, growing up in in an era with with an absence of social media. Uh, an absence of video games, an absence of, we were lucky to have a television. Yeah. And now um, parents are, I seem content for a long time to, to realize and understand that if their children are behind locked doors, they're safe. Well, you know, that thing was blown out of the water with the very tragic incident that happened at Columbine because these people. Cleveland and Harris came from very professional families mm -hmm. who stayed in the house most of the time. But what they were doing was they were, you know, reading things like Anarchist Cookbook and stuff like that. And nobody really knew what was going on. So they were sort of parenting themselves. They were raising themselves. They became what I think the buzzword at that point still continues was the word parentified. Yeah. So they had to do a lot of their own. And, and this not only with them, but I mean, just this just got more and more and more and more to the point where social media people get everything off of it they get their news off of it they believe everything they read off of it mm -hmm. um and 
to look for me to look back with, with sort of a, you know, much more years in my life than, than a lot of these people and, and look at that. And, 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 and it's kind of, it's kind of strange to realize that, but you know, there are some things, some common denominators that remain the same. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, with gateway drug or, or any type of choice or anything like that, it's all up to the individual. And, um, you know, you could get pushed, you could get, you know, uh, you must feel that you're going to be a part of uh, a certain clique if you don't if you don't do this if you don't do that. I, I think peer pressure is just as on top of everything as at all. Yeah, because I mean, if everyone has experienced high school and everyone's experienced trying to fit in, and once again, it's not because you smoked pot and now the next step is you want to do coke and then from coke you want to do it's it's literally you're at a party and people are like oh you don't do coke you're oh you're this or that right. and you're like oh I guess I'll try it yeah. and then you do it and you're like oh okay it wasn't that bad yeah. and then you do it again and then you do it. just like if you know when you're when you're underage drinking and you become like alcoholism is like hey I'm doing it every weekend your your body builds up a tolerance and then you don't realize that you're actually becoming dependent on it. You're right. not your goal isn't to become addicted. Right. You're 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 just trying to fit in and fit in that social status and then it becomes, hey, this is something I can do right. and then it turns you just spiral. You know what I mean? And we're faced with 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 such a, a plethora of uh people that 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 are addicted right now. Personally, I believe that um you know, jail is not a place for so-called treatment. It's a place where you, you where you will be humbled. And if you are a, a large-scale, you know, dealer, you certainly need to be there. But it's not a it's not a treatment facility. And the treatment facilities that are covered by our insurance are only covered for a limited amount of time. Mm -hmm. And you know, it, it it's it's a very 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 slippery slope. Yeah. So. You know, this problem is not going to go away. If anything, through my eyes, I've seen it just got just get worse. And you know, with with the compartmentalization of different agencies, well, we do this and we do that and we do this and we do that. So you might end up with one person who has a problem working with six different agencies, and because of certain laws, each agent. <clears throat> None of the agencies know really what's going on with the person mm -hmm. that, you know, because there's so many people involved. So somewhere there's an answer. Um, I believe the person has to turn inward um, and, and, and um, uh, cr cry out really for, for help and be humbled and cry for, for God's help. Because if, it's, if, if that doesn't happen, at least I, I, I could speak for my, myself and, you know, probably for others, um, the situation is most likely going to continue. Yeah, yeah, and it it really comes down to how you were saying. You have to want to change, and you have to want to make that change. Oh yeah, it's not going to happen because someone's going to come and say, "Hey, um, Tony, I, I understand you're going through something. Let's let's talk about it. Let's get you through it." It might, mm -hmm. but I'm probably realistically the person's going to get defensive and say, "You think I have a problem?" Right. Like it, it, it really you have to you, how you said you have to look inward. Like yeah. when I was going through my my depression and 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 by bad thoughts, no one I, no one can tell me you know hey just get better. You got to right. you, you have to kind of work through it. You have to either get help if you're you're at a certain point, but you have to start being real with yourself and say how can I go ahead and make this change. And for a lot of people, and I, and I include myself in this group, I want to I want to defer to the late great um, uh, Beatles guitar player George Harrison, who people really 
you know, didn't know how much of a spiritual person he was. They oh, felt, he was amazing. They felt that, you know, uh, when he got involved very deeply after, after, the, after the Beatles had broken up, well, what does it matter what he says or does? He's made $150 million. So he gets, that's not true because back in the early 60s, I, you know, I, I remember reading quotes of him saying that it doesn't matter who we are, where we are, or what time it is when we cry out for God, just as long as we cry out. Yeah. And we kind of have that, that. We kind of have that happening, you know, in the last couple months, um, where where people think if you're a celebrity and you you say, "Hey, we, let's make a change," they think, "Oh, you're a celebrity. You make too much money. Who are you to tell us what to do?" Right. Especially if they're athletes. Mm-hmm. If an athlete makes a stand and says, "Hey, um, there's a problem here. Mm-hmm. There's something going on that you may not understand." Let's talk about it. And right. people say, go catch a ball. Who are you to tell us? <laughs> and, and that's kind of what, like, at, at time, yeah. like, we, things, like, people say, oh, things were different back in the day. They, maybe with the technology, things were different. That's but a, people repeat themselves. Oh, sure. History repeats itself. Trends happen again. You, and, and, and everything just kind of keeps recycling because we're, at the end of the day, we're still human. <laughs> we're still figuring ourselves out as humans. Like, we don't even know the end process or how things work. You know what I mean? And when you scratch that surface, regardless of whether it was in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or where we're at right now, it's the same thing. Yeah, the general public acts the same, same exact thing. way. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I, I agree. So you were saying you, you've had some uh, some uh, some demons yourself. What, what are some of the things you went through? Um, well, job, what I was doing um, in my job, um, which I don't really want to talk about, you know, what I had to do, but there were some things that that I had witnessed and, you know, that, 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 I, that I was involved in that created a lot of, uh, you know, difficulty in trying to, you know, come to some semblance of reality with it. And um, I, I tried to bury that the wrong way, you yeah. know, by, by, by hiding it and not by, not by really giving it up and dealing with it. So, um, you know, until it took a long time for that to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's, 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 a, it's a process. It, it, it doesn't just say, well, you could have X amount of days and it's going to work or, you know, in, in, in one month or in one year, I'll look back on this and, it, and, it'll, and it'll all be a joke. There, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, there's some jobs that um, that you, you, you experience things or see things or go through things and it, it can it can mentally break you. Right. Um, I, I grew up in a, fa- in, a, in a house where it was firefighters. Right. And there's some calls that I had some oh, people yeah. went through, and they came back from that call, and they were never the same oh, person. Oh, of course again. not. Of course you know, not. And, and the same thing, they came back to the firehouse, and they said, "Get me a shot and get me a beer." Right. And they they didn't go and get the proper because you know how we talk about a big thing now in today's time is the the, the male toxicity or how they mm-hmm. say it, but. We yeah, as males, we we tend to say well, I'm not going to talk about my issues. You're you're, right. you're you're kind of bred not to. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so they just kind of bury it, and and their way of burying it is you know I'll do it the way my grandfather did, and right. his grandfather before him. We'll pick up a bottle, right? And then you spiral. I, I I've seen um I, I've seen the shirt, and I'm sure everyone has r- real men pray, real men also cry, hundred percent. And um you know to try to. You know, maybe maybe not everybody, because it may not be in in in, in everybody's. Uh, it may not be the way they're wired, but to try to deny that and and negate it when you want to do it, and or if you feel like you need to do it, boy oh boy, are you ever burying hurt? Yeah. You're just digging deeper and deeper and deeper. Instead of you know, you need to hit that bottom, 
and, 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 and anymore, a lot of times, with, when you hit that bottom, there's always a trap door. And when the trap door opens, you end up falling on a, on, a, on a padded mattress. What you really need to do to get to the reality is when that trap door opens, you need to fall on a bunch of razor blades and nails. So you could really wake up and say, okay, I can't get any worse than this. I yep. can't get any better. You know, it's, I've got it. There's only one way out. Yeah. <laughs> one way up. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be that way. So let's hope we can all... Yeah. You know, take something from that. We can all, you know, move ahead. And it's certainly not an easy process. But um, would, what would your advice be to people? Because um, you said you kind of you, you had your own demons and mm. you, you turn you turn to religion. I've always been a religious person. Um, I, I, I I think w- what happened is that, you know, like I, I don't want to say like everybody, but like a lot of people that I knew and maybe a lot of people in general, it, it sort of takes a little bit of a backseat. Uh, because there's so many other things going on. I hate, you know, you're kind of living more in the flesh than you are in the word. Yep. And, you know, um, I, I, I advise anybody at any age to just stay focused and stay, uh, you know, stay connected to, to that because, you know, you don't have to go to a certain, um, uh, a certain church, certain this, a certain that. You need to stay grounded in, 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 in liturgy and Bible. And, yeah. and that's just my personal feeling i'm not telling people what they have to do believe me i just think that when you read that and when you read the interpretations of people that you know respected writers i'm a a big fan of uh thomas merton Mm -hmm. the the late uh roman catholic trappist monk and and he wrote so much stuff you know he he, and 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 it's very difficult to, to 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 understand a lot of his things it's for slow reads but so many people interpret things and, 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 and just, you know, you, you stay focused, keep reading, because the, the more you read of those things, um, don't cast them aside. Uh, you know, stay with them, because um, w- what I see is that w- with a lot of people, they may be good people, but their, their moral compass is so off. Yes. You have to, you have, to have a, <laughs> even, and, and to me, I mean, I have, I have some issues and some, like, not issues, but me and religion aren't the best of friends right, right. You know i mean um i was it, i walked the path i've done it a couple times and i and i've always kind of been let down right. but one thing about you that I, I give you a lot of respect for i think a lot of people when they when they get in the word they they they, they kind of close themselves up a little bit i, I don't see that with you because no, last no. week we were here and there was a gentleman who got on stage and he he struggled with heroin addiction oh yeah i remember and, that. and yeah. he turned around and said what helped me is i met Buddhist monks, right? And the Buddhist way of teaching gave him a structure, Absolutely. gave him, yep. gave him some type of faith, gave him something to believe in, something that was higher than himself, and it helped him. And and you went up as a Christian and said, uh, with with knowledge of some of the things that he was talking about with the Buddhists, like so that's a really cool thing that you did, and you you kind of broke a stereotype that I normally see with a lot of certain people with religions, where you said, hey, you know, I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and I accepted him as my Savior, but I'm glad that you took a step in some type of higher being and higher power than to help yourself. I think we have to understand, well, it just, it was coincidental because when, when, um, that, that 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 gentleman had a great testimony last week. I, f- I forgot his name, but mm-hmm. it was um, amazing. Yeah, it was very good. And it just so happens that I'm I'm, I'm still plowing through this book that uh, Thomas Merton wrote, and he was a um, um, an, an American. Uh, like I said, he's American Trappist monk, but he was able to marry the the the, um, um, the American um, Christian doctrine, Catholic doctrine, doctrine, and be influenced by people like Suzuki 
who was a strong advocate of Buddhism, mm -hmm. and he found a lot of commonality in that. If you would tell that to certain people, they would furl their eyebrow, they would look at you like, you know, you're, you, you know, no, 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 it doesn't work that way. Well, look at wherever you grew up in whatever part of the world, you know God as you know God. Mm -hmm. If you grew up in, in, in this part or that part or in, pick any place on a, on a map, just throw a dart and it doesn't matter where it is. You're going to have a perception of what you what you feel and identify as who God is. And, and who's your higher power. Yeah, yes, and that's your higher. And, and, and please, please go that direction because, uh, you know, it, it, it's my belief that that's the only way that you're going to find true mm -hmm. happiness. In, for in, for in me personally, I, I turn to, I don't know if it's a certain type of religion or a certain type of, but it's more of a way of thinking. Um, have The book, The Secret, mm. where it's kind of like just, you're not so much... Like, there is something out there, mm -hmm. but you're more or less just trying to, like, I live a very, I guess you would say, um, my, my mentality and the way I think and the way I do think is still very Christian. Right. Um, I treat others how I want to be sure, treated. Sure. Um, I won't go out of my way to do harm to someone sure, else. Sure. I, don't, I respect other people and their beliefs and, their, and their, their way of doing things and their belief. If you tell me something and I don't agree with you say, I will meet you in the middle and, sure. and have a general conversation. Sure. I think if more people just kind of just just have that respect for one another and, and, and be able to sit down. Mm -hmm. We can be completely polar, polar opposites of, on, on many different things when it comes, um, you know, race, religion, um, political beliefs, political oh. parties. It, as long, but at the end of the day, you're going to have, people are going to have their own way of thinking and you're never going to change certain people, but people need to realize that we're, we're at the, when you boil us all down at the end of the day, we're all the same thing. You and know, we all want the same thing at the end of the day. It's funny that you mentioned the political thing because, you know, I, I know we don't want to we don't get it, We don't want to get in the weeds here with that discussion. But, you know, I actually had some hope when that very, very, very tragic incident occurred last year when um, 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 Mr. Scalise was injured during practicing for that softball game mm -hmm. with the. Um, 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 Congress and both parties reached across the aisle for 48 hours and they were you know there was prayer there was thought there was because he was in a bad place mm -hmm. and they were able to show that does it take something like that for people to work together well it did and then 48 hours later everybody was hating on each other went right again, back to hell know? again it just went right back to hell again yeah well, my personal thing that I think that recently happened that was really eye-opening for me was um I like John Stewart a lot. Mm -hmm. I think John Stewart totes a line. He doesn't pick so far one side or the other. Right. He just wants people to have a chance. Mm -hmm. And when he went in there and he and he he kind of said, you know, like our 9/11 victims. Oh, that was great. I saw that. You know what I mean? I saw that. Unanimous vote. Yep. Both sides of the part. Like, yeah. listen, it's, if it just someone needs to go in there with a level-headed thing and just have a conversation. Yeah. Because all we're seeing, and it's kind of a media thing, where we're just getting the very, very far left or the very, very far right, right. and they're they're not the representation of our country. No. But the more you people suck into those cultures right. and those beliefs, you're just dividing more, right. and nothing ever gets done. It's to to me, it, it's literally just gang. It's gang warfare. You literally have two gangs, <laughs> but you call yeah. them political parties, and they're and they're literally working. Just despite the other one, instead of coming to common ground and making us a better country and a better and a better life and better way of living. And I want to go on record as saying, you know, God bless all our veterans. My father, God rest his soul, was injured, was was wounded twice in World War II, once on D-Day and once on another time. Uh, getting back to what you're saying about Stu, uh, John Stewart, mm -hmm. our, our our first responders in in all the lives that were lost in in Afghanistan uh, in, in in Iraq, it's th through that, and and we still have we still have warriors over there. Um, 
our, our, our New York City department and, and uh, Jersey and whoever else responded. I mean, I was up there a month after it happened, and I, I remember four times since it happened, but a month after it did happen, just to, just to pray and bear witness to what had gone down. And it was the one of the first times in my life where people. It didn't matter if you were if you were white, if you were black, oh, oh, if you were no. Hispanic, if you were Republican, oh, no. Democrat, Libertarian. Everyone said, you know what? Let's come together and let's figure this out. Oh sure. And it sucks that it takes such a huge, devastating Absolutely. thing for people to see that. Absolutely, yeah. And and those are our first responders right there. Those are our first casualties of that war. Mm -hmm. And those people deserve everything that we can give them. Yeah. You know that they, they really do. And. Um, it, 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 it could bring me to tears if I keep thinking about it right yeah. now, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah, so, you know, this was a great interview. I yeah. mean, I enjoyed thank, going. Thank around. you so much. Yeah, anytime, man. I'm always, I'm, I'll be here once a month. And All right. I mean, I'm, I'm open to talk about any topic. Okay. We'll come down because, I mean, I'm sure you'll educate me on some things and we can, we can bounce some things off each other. But okay. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. God bless, man. You Take too. care. Thank, thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah.